Now entering Nerdist.com. True it. With a guy named Kevin. True it. And this other guy, Steve. True it. From the TV and the movies. And now this podcast stream. True it. They're going to get chewy. True it. They might even get me. True it. But they're going to get funky on this podcast thing. Hey, what's up, everybody? What's up? You don't want to okay. chew? Oh, let's do it. Something like called not chewing it. What are you chewing? Um, trail mix. I got some trail mix over here. Oh, okay. Delicious. With, with M&M or without M&M? It's got M&M because it's not healthy. It's not the healthy version of trails mix, trail mix. Yeah. Which is kind of bullshit, right? Uh, whatever. The Fuck unhealthy it. version. Who cares? Who cares, Queen? Suck it, right? Fuck health. You want to know why? Because we're on the road right now. Dude, we're on the road. We're in Boston right now. Yeah. But, I mean, when people listen to this, it'll be three days after we're in Boston. But you, We'll be back from Boston. Yeah. But Chew Crew, you understand the way it works, don't you? Yeah. We're in Boston. We figured we'd uh, chill and uh, record a podcast. Yeah. Cause Those are the best kinds. Yeah. When we're just chilling, Queen, in a hotel room together. Yeah. Because, uh, because we spend a lot of time in hotel rooms we together. We do. We do. We do. We do. I mean, luckily, we have our own hotel rooms. Do we? Don't we? Do we? With adjoining rooms, adjoining doors. I like when we have r- hotel rooms with adjoining doors. It is kind of funny. Because then we just sometimes, it can be a little awkward. It's like, well, shouldn't we just keep the door open so we can talk to each other? But we, we don't no, really want to talk to really. each other. Not really. No. Yeah. We like our private time. Yeah. Everyone likes a little private time. Yeah. Like today, today is Friday. Yeah. I mean, for the listeners, it's Wednesday. But for Correct. us recording this, it's Friday, the October something. Right. And uh, whatever it is, I Whatever's. think it could be, the, could be the tenth. Yep. Is it the tenth? It is. And uh, nailed it. And uh, you know, we each did our own thing today. Yeah, we we did have dinner together. We did, and we had breakfast together. Yeah, isn't that weird? No lunch though. No, but, but whatever. Fuck it. Um, uh, before hey, before yeah. we go, I got this thing to talk to you about. What is it? I got something I need to talk to you about. What is it? Let me ask you a question, man. Okay. Let me ask you a couple questions. Okay. Okay. I've asked you these questions before, but I don't think I got a good answer. You're so fucking boring. <laughs> Get on the ball okay. and start. Okay. Steve, Lemmy. Yes, Kevin. Is there anything worse than buying razors? Not to me. I mean, you got to remember that you need them. Then yeah. you got to go drive to the store. Hassle. Then you got to get them to open up that locked bullshit cabinet where they hide them in there. Pain in the ass. You can't find the dude and he's over unlocking the spray paint can. It's annoying. You can't come over there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's a pain in the ass, right? I hate it. hate shopping for it. Then you finally get it and you take it up to the front counter and it costs you 25 bucks. Expensive as hell. Well, I'm not doing that again, bro. Why would you? I'll tell you why. Because I joined dollarshaveclub.com. Guess what, Kev? Yeah. So did I. You did? I did. Oh, my How God. How could you not? It's a great deal. Tell, tell me it about is. the deal. Well, tell for me. a few bucks a month, dollarshaveclub.com delivers razors to your door. Mm-hmm. It's smarter than going to the store. Yeah. The plan started just like three bucks a month. You sign up. It takes like two minutes. And then you sit back, and they bring them to your door. Three bucks a month. How many razors are you going to get? I don't know. A shitload. I mean, the thing for me is I don't go through them that fast because I have delicate, soft facial hair. Okay, okay. Like, I don't dull up my razors that quickly. Oh, you rehashing the old fucking material from last week? Well, I'm just saying. This is what you said last time. I know, but it's the truth. It is the truth. So why would I lie? You don't you think I should make shit up? Like, no. Oh, you know what? Since last week, my hair is, like, really thick now. Yeah. On my face. Yeah, I do. 
I do. Better than telling your old jokes again. It's not a joke. It's a, it's, it's a fact. But listen to me. Just listen to me, would you? <laughs> okay, okay. You can share with a fresh blade every week. There's okay. no membership fee. There's no commitment. They got a money-back guarantee. Okay. So you got nothing to lose. Oh, that's great. All right, so as you've learned, stop going to the store and get razors. Yeah. Join the dollarshaveclub.com slash chewing it. Go to dollarshave.com slash chewing it. And then sign up. Do they have razors that can shave your dick? I don't know. Isn't that last week's joke? Yeah, well, you okay. seem to be a proponent of that. Well, I'm just telling a fact. I'm not telling a joke. Okay, well, I'm asking a question. Okay. Okay. Boston makes you really sassy, doesn't it? You know what? Boston <laughs> makes you a dick. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, it's fun. We're in Boston, and then the next week, we're going to be uh, in D.C. Yeah, really in two days. Well, I mean, because today's listen Wednesday. to this. Because today's Wednesday. Yeah, we'll be in the same week that you're listening to this, we'll be in D.C. Yeah, in two days. Right, October 17th and 18th. Yeah. We'll be at the Arlington Draft House. Yeah. So people got to come by. You got to go to the website, heffernandlemmy.com. Yeah. Tickets are there. Yeah, come out, rock it. Have some beers. We'll rock it. We'll sock it. We'll shave. We'll shave our dicks together. Yeah. Will we, Kev? I don't know. Have you what if sh- that was our new bit? Dick sh- Yeah. Like on stage, we shave our dicks. Yeah. And like, so. But, like, sometimes we'd have shows two weekends in a row, and then we'd be, like, putting hair tonic on our bald mons pubi. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean I've never shaved before, so I, when, how fast does it grow back? Uh, faster than you think. <laughs> I think 10 seconds. For me, it does, Kev. Okay. But I'm, a, okay. I'm high T. You are high T. I'm high T. Right. Um, but, like, uh, high T, by the way, is something. You know, the people have, like, the high T. Like, we've got the high T cottage near my house. Oh, really? Yeah, that's high T. is like a nice T, like... And, like, not just scones, but, like, sandwiches and shit, high tea. Right, but there's also high testosterone. Yeah, that's what I've got. I was reading about that. There's a woman, I don't know if you read this, there's a woman who's banned from, like, international track competition. She was, like, an Indian woman Mm. because she had high tea. Okay. They test her tea, and her tea was in man level. But she was a woman. Born a woman, always been a woman. So why? But she's got tea. So why can't she compete with the women? That's, that's the just, question. But that's a natural advantage. I know, but that's the controversy of it all. Some people think that she should be able to, and some think they shouldn't. I think she should. Yeah. She's not cheating. We don't know that, but I let's assume she's okay, not. Okay, let's assume she's not. Yeah. She's not cheating. She's just going with her natural gifts. And right. that's like what it is. Like, why can't I compete in the NFL? Because you're a little shit. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But that's exactly right. It's like right. I don't get mad and think it's unfair that, like, you know, Jared Allen can play in the NFL because he's just a massive sure. human being who's super fast. He's gifted. Sure. This woman happens to be gifted with high T and she's an athlete. It's a chemical imbalance, I guess. I, you know. Yeah, but like, why? that's not her fault. She's not It's cheating. not her she's fault. She's a woman. You're right. You're right. She is a woman. You're right. They let Renee Richards, who was formerly a man, who uh, was transgender, transgender and became a woman, play in the woman's t- pro tennis circuit. Yeah. I don't know. These are hard questions. These still. are hard questions. These are I hard think, questions. I, I think you should have a stance on this. It was just all inspired by your tea. My high tea? Your tea thing. <laughs> a spot your of tea. I've got some curiosity. <laughs> tea. Uh, okay, uh, anyway. But anyway, yeah. Dollarshaveclub.com. Dollarshaveclub.com. And, and, and on stage, you and I are going to shave our dicks. Yeah, oh, in DC at Arlington Draft House. That's where, where we were. Because yeah. we I think it would be cool if like we shaved our dicks every week. And then, like, during the week, we, you and I would have to, um, like, put hair tonic and then, like, <laughs> wear leather pants and, like, right. use a, a plant mister and just get it all, like, greenhouse down <laughs> right. there just to grow. Or why don't, I mean, you just go murkin. 
Okay, and pretend. I mean, you could go merkin, right? And yeah. And just shave the merkin. Yeah. And mm. you'd be like, I'm smirking with my merkin. Yeah. Drinking my merkin. Have you ever worn a merkin? No, you don't have to. No, I don't have it's to. Super hair. Never shaved, but you got that uh, bird egg in the nest uh, yeah. thing going on. Why? There. Why do people wear merkins? Like in today's uh, world, if it is more common to have a shaved dick than to not, then why would the merkins be needed? Um, truthfully, I don't know why people ever wore merkins. Like, but yeah. maybe some people had baldness issues down there and were embarrassed about it in like the seventies. Might be. Maybe people can tweet the answer to that. Why do people need Merkins? Yeah, but I wouldn't be surprised now if a Merkin is, is necessary for, like, when they want to show a full frontal female nude scene in, like, a TV show. Like, sure. Like the Tudors. But that's different, though. That's like that's like a, 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 a wig for a movie. I mean, people really wore Merkins in real life. Yeah, as and far why? back as, like, the 1700s. And it's to, sh- to not be embarrassed when you get naked with somebody else. Yeah. I guess, but like you want to like uh, like in Bulgaria, they're like, oh, my muff is my muff not hairy enough. Must <laughs> get uh, some Must sort of augmentation, hair. right? I guess you know we did that to Soder in Club Dread. We didn't do anything to Soder. We did. We digitally enhanced his oh, muff. True, but the reason for that was because in that Machete Phil scene, he yeah. wasn't able to. For some reason, he didn't get enough dick tuck. And so there was a stretch of his naked penis, which you could see straight. Uh, yeah. I you thought it was also because his muff wasn't hairy enough. No, no, we no. We wanted a hairier muff. No, 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 no. <laughs> here's what the happened. Digital working. No, no, here's what happened. Digital working. What happened was Jay uh, actually gave himself a Brazilian, got a Brazilian, <laughs> right. and had a really trim <laughs> right. muff. Right. But when he tucked his dick to do the mangina, he did it perfectly so that all you could see was the muff. Right. He's a perfect dick tucker. And Soder had a super hairy dick. <laughs> okay. But wasn't able to do a, a good dick tuck. Like there was, you could see part of his penis. Okay. He, and it was like Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Like you'd see the, <laughs> okay. the top of it and it was gross. Okay. And so we digitally added muff to it just to cover, cover up, up the that shit. super okay. grossness of okay. it all. Digital Merkin. Yeah. That's a great band name. Yeah, Digital Merkin. <laughs> digital Merkin. <laughs> that is a great fucking band yeah. name. Now let me ask you this. Digi- I'm with Div Digital Merkin. Yeah. Yeah, now, I'm with Digital Merkin. I'm with Dig Merk. I play guitar for Digital Merkin. Oh my god, have you love I fucking love Dig Merk. Hey, have you got in the new Dig Merk album? Now, is Dig Digital Merkin are they like a techno band or like Daft Punk? <laughs> yeah. Are they like de- like a Devo? Like, well, who's Digital Merkin? Kevin? I don't know. I mean, it can't be a boy band because it's too dirty. Digital Merkin. Yeah. Why not? That should be the name of our band, Digital Merkin. I think it's Electronica. I think it is. Let you know. What? Or is that too on the nose, Digital Merkin? No, fuck it. I mean, or, or is it like a heavy metal band that's just like, fuck it, <laughs> Digital Merkin? No, I don't think a heavy metal band had the word digital in it. They're probably a one-hit wonder, Digital yeah. Merkin. Yeah. They had a song called, like, Shave the Date. Yeah. And, uh, like, the, the, the heavy metal band would be, like, Stinky Merkin. Sure. Sweaty Merkin. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> metal Merkin. <laughs> why are we, here we are again talking about muffs and shaving muffs. I don't know. Why is this happening? You know why it is? Why? It's because of our sponsor. <laughs> I guess it is. DollarShaveClub.com. This is the problem. This is the problem, DollarShaveClub.com. We're going to be talking about shaved yeah. dicks for the next couple of weeks. Yeah, because t- like the first time we, we did it, it's like it was a natural course of conversation. Today, right. it came up because I felt you were just repeating jokes, and so I intentionally repeated the joke, right. and now we're talking about it. Again. But it took us on a nice riff. Yeah. But, like, I mean, look, we're talking about shaving, you know. 
It's it's bound to happen. What are you gonna do? Look, it's the Chew Crew. Yeah, I, and I th- I do think we should we should make T-shirts now and some merch that are like uh, we should get a Chew in it shirt. We get, should yeah. get a Chew Crew shirt. We should probably get a digital Merkin shirt. <laughs> yeah. Start, okay. Start writing this stuff down. And the other one we had with Hardwick, right? What was the the Hardwick one we Smelting did? Smelting or something? It, no, it was uh, the name of a, of a band. It was uh, not Hot Whiskey. Speculative Pussy. Speculative Pussy. <laughs> right. Wait, but now there were two bands because there was like Speculative Pussy and then there was an opener. They had an opener. Yeah, it was like Hamster Jam. Hamster Jam. That's yeah, what I would do. Look at was. you, fucking good. steel trap Pretty brain good. over there. Pretty good. Um, but a lot of people uh, have tweeted about the spelling of Chew Crew. I know. Like what it should be. Yeah. C-R-U-E with an umlaut on it. Yeah, the old Motley crew. Uh, or is it uh, C-R-E-W? Yeah. I think it's C-R-E-W. Well, you're a, uh, you're a linguist. You're yeah. a wordsworth. I'm a straight up C-R-E-W guy. Yeah, you don't. Uh, there's, and there's the other one we would just be biting Motley Crue's thing. Sure. We don't need to do that. We don't need it's to do that. It's just fucking Chew Crew. We got our own thing. Yeah. And we're Americans, by the way. Yeah. Well, so is Motley Crue. Yeah, but <laughs> they gave nod to the fucking the umlauts. The Joymans. Yeah. Um, so we're in Boston. We are in Boston. We're in a hotel room. We are in a hotel We've room. spent a lot of time in hotel rooms, me and you. We've spent a lot of time. Together. I mean, you and me and Broken Lizard, we lived, we've lived together in all kinds of situations. I know. We've been talking about that. We've been talking about, like, how many different setups we've had where we've lived with the Broken Lizard dudes yeah. to live together. I mean, let's let's forget all the college living that we did together. The fraternity house living? And the dormitory living. Like, let's and the summertime apartments and all that kind of shit? Well, there, what, that was the Fire Island thing. Yeah, there was that kind of stuff. But yeah, let's forget about it. Let, uh, let's, but, that was pre-Broken Lizard, though. That was Charred Gooseby. Yeah. Ch- the first Broken Lizard house in New York City right. was the one on Bleecker Street. It was on Bleecker, yeah. And it was uh, Jay and me. Yeah. And then there were uh, four other dudes from our fraternity. Yeah. Soapy. What's up, Soapy? What's up, Soapy? The Moose. The Moose. Bert uh, what? Uh, and that's it, I think. What was Bert nickname? Was it, uh, besides Bert did he have another one? Yeah, it was like, uh, I think it was like nine and a half, wasn't it? Or something like that. <laughs> Didn't he? Because you guys do- finger slammed in a door and he got caught, you know, he had a half finger. Oh, Nine Fingays? Nine Fingays, was it? No, Nine Fingays was uh, Brian. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, well, it was something like that. I thought. But, um, yeah. Stone we, D? Stone D? Might have been Stone D. He <laughs> had a lot of them. Uh, yeah, he, it was. Uh, but we lived in that apartment in Bleecker Street. It was a duplex, and that was the first apartment we had out of Colgate. Yeah, and that's where we started doing our shows. That's when we started doing our shows. We did right around the corner at a club um, uh, called the Duplex. Called the Duplex. Yeah, yeah. in uh, in Christopher Square and uh, Sheridan Square, Christopher Street, Christopher Street. Okay, you're Sheridan right. Sheridan Square. Square, right? And. Uh, you spent a shitload of time there. Well, because you you guys had graduated and were living there, and then I dropped out of Colgate my senior year. Right. You guys were a year above me. Yeah, you were a fucking mess. Yeah, but I lived in New York City, so I was well, staying yeah. at my parents' house. Right. And so to speak. Yeah. That was when I had, I had cut my Achilles tendon. You cut your, Which we talked about the other day, but you cut, you cut your Achilles tendon, and you had long hair, and you smoked like a pack a day. Yeah, and earrings in and both ears. earrings. Yeah. It's funny because my kids uh, found out somehow that you used to smoke cigarettes. Yeah. They, they, can't be- they couldn't believe it. I know it. Like, Steve smoked? And I was like, Steve smoked <laughs> like two packs a day. <laughs> like, what? Disgusting. It's weird for me to even think about. Yeah. Because I smoked, I honestly smoked from like, I started smoking when I was 13. Right, because it was cool. Yeah, we all, my friends were like, let's fuck it. I remember the, I remember the night, like it was New York City and... 
you know, there was st- there was you could smoke in the movie theaters when I was growing up. Right, and that would be a fun place for you guys to go smoke. Oh right? my god, that's we'd go every every Friday night and Saturday night. We'd go to the movies, and I remember like we were sitting at a movie theater, and my friend Taki, right, Japanese dude, right, leaned a, like. I was sitting between him and and Danny, the right. half Korean, half Jewish guy, who was right. the inspiration for uh, Finkelstein. Okay, right. And Taki leaned over to Danny and made like a little like come hither like wiggly thing with his hand, like, yeah, like gimme 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 type thing. I didn't know what he was talking about, and then uh, Danny pulled out a pack of cigarettes. Okay, we we're thirteen, and like Jesus. and gave one to Taki. Right, and he was like, "You want one?" I was like, "Uh, yeah, sure." Yeah, okay, guys. Yeah, fine, whatever, whatever. But what, yeah. yeah, sure, whatever you say, Danny. What everybody's doing, I'll do it. And we just started smoking fucking cigarettes. Oh, Jesus. And that was it. And then, like, I, I smoked all the way until... I remember I smoked, like, until I was 27. I quit when I was 27. Right. 14 years. And then, when we shot Super Troopers... Right. Uh, there was that scene... The Johnny Chimpo right, the, cartoon watching uh, scene. Afghanistan animation scene. Yeah, and we were smoking cigarettes in that scene, and that fucking... That triggered it? It triggered it. Oh, Jesus. And I started smoking again. Sorry, man. For like, Sorry we did that to you in the movies. Eh, what are you going to do? What are you going to do, right? Yeah, but yeah, so I, I, I smoked. Okay. Um, and so you smoked like a shitload of Bleecker Street, but everyone smoked. Like I remember there was like an ashtray at Bleecker Street, uh, like a dirty, overflowing, like one of those standing ashtrays. It was... A giant standing ashtray. Everybody smoked, uh, and like not me, not you. And uh, have you ever smoked a cigarette? I've smoked a cigarette before, yeah. But. Okay, but I, I, you know, it's funny because I remember about that ashtray. Like, do you remember we used to play a game called Lick It? <laughs> yes, yes. And just at Bleecker Street, yes. yeah, Bleecker Street. So, uh, so like for, for those of you who don't know what Lick It is, <laughs> and that means all of you, yeah. It, it was basically a game. It was just a dare game. It was called right. Lick It, and it's like you'd point to an object, right, and make somebody lick it. And it would right. just get worse and worse. And it would progress. Like, if I licked the bottom of my shoe, someone would try to top it and lick the ashtray. Well, then you would... Then w- w- Did you get to a point them, or somebody had to find something grosser? No, yeah, it was, it was, a, it was you taking a step up. But it was kind of like everyone would agree. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, like, the penultimate game, where it probably all ended, was uh, somebody was going to lick an ashtray, and they did it. Yeah. And then the next licket was uh, our friend VK's dog. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember the dog's name. Do you? But anyway, it <laughs> was, was it like a banjo or something I like that. I can't remember. But it was like a little like cocker spaniel or something. Yeah. And it wasn't it was a girl. fixed. It wasn't fixed. It, wasn't, it was a girl, though, right? Yeah. So she was going to heat. Yeah. And so she had a fucking catcher's mitt down there. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I'm surprised s- you're telling this story. Why? Because it wasn't me. No, I know. I know. But well, like, uh, but we, you and I have talked about Lickit before, and you, you have been kind of opposed to reminiscing. <laughs> I don't about, think I don't think so about Lickit. Okay. I mean, Lickit. I mean, it's funny because the crowd. What happens is the room starts chanting Lickit, 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 and you're supposed to lick something disgusting. Yeah, and it had gotten down to where somebody licked an ashtray, and then another, the next guy had to lick that dog's catcher's mitt. Yeah, and I, I think it was Stolhansky, and Stolhansky had gotten that dog's hind legs right up to his face. Yeah. And was ready to go. And if somebody licked someone else's, like somebody had to lick someone's balls. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, and then Stolhansky had to lick the dog. Yeah. And they both uh, got to the edge and then they both backed down. Yeah. 
Didn't like Vince walk in while it was happening? It may have been. And the guy been like, what the, the fuck dog? are you doing to my yeah. dog? My dog, Snuggles. Yeah. Whatever that dog's name is. <laughs> yeah, a little bestiality. That was what we would do for entertainment at Baker uh, <laughs> Street. Yeah. But no, that was fun. That was just a bunch of drunk dudes, well, is what that- it was. And we started doing our shows, and we'd go around the corner to the sketch comedy thing, and we. We were drunk every night. Yeah. And we made our videos, we would show videos in the show, and, uh, and uh, so we'd have to bring our own TV. And this was before flat screens, so you'd have a gigantic, we had a gigantic like 32-inch tube television, yeah. which weighed about 800 pounds. Yeah. And uh, we would have to carry it down the down stairs, the stairs the walk it over to the club, yeah. and then walk it up the stairs of the club. Do the show, <laughs> do this then job. carry it back down the stairs of the club, walk it back to Bleecker Street, yeah. and walk it back up the stairs. Yeah, that's hysterical. Yeah, yeah, it was hysterical. We hate everyone hated it when you were on uh, the Beast, is what we call that TV yeah. set. Uh, I remember it like that. I, you know, I crashed there pretty much every night at your yeah, house. Yeah, you slept on our couch, and you had you a sectional couch. couch <laughs> yeah, it's a sectional couch on a wooden floor, so it would spread out without a doubt. Yeah, at, like a couple times a night, I have to wake up like my my midsection had had fallen. Towards the floor, <laughs> and I'd have to get up and put the slide the couch back together. Yeah, but I wasn't the only. There were like a couple people always. Crashing yeah, there were there. dudes always crashing there. I also yeah. borrowed a lot of money from Jay at that point in time. Yeah, you were uh, you were uh, low on ha- cash, right? I didn't have a job yet. Right, I didn't have a job yet. And Jay had a job. Jay had a job. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he was working for John Sloss, right? Mm, I don't know if he oh, was no, at that no. point. He was maybe PAing or something. Or was he waiting tables? No, I hadn't been waiting tables yet. Hadn't started waiting yeah. tables. Um, but yeah, you went into debt with him, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, it was like every night we'd go out and be like, "Can I get like uh, like forty bucks?" <laughs> and right. uh, now, who kept the tab? Him or you? He did. And how long before you paid him back? It was a while. I mean, how high did that tab get? It got pretty high. I mean, I think it was like it got to like eight hundred dollars or wow, something, okay. which like it's just drinking money. Yeah, it's just drinking money, <laughs> and like. Uh, you know, but then it was like I, I. The truth is, like I remember, like I I dropped out at Thanksgiving. Yeah, and then it was like in January of the following year, so a couple of months later, when my dad finally was like, you know, you have to get a job, get a fucking job, you disgusting. Pig. Yeah, you are going to pay rent. If you are going to live here, you're going to pay rent. And he's like, I'm not fucking paying rent. Well, and he made me get a job. Right. And then I got a job at the record store. Right. And uh, But you were still borrowing money from Jerry Sager at that point. Well, by that, no, but I Do you still owe him? Do you still owe him? No, or? no, we, we squared it. Was there like a, 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 a seminal kind of moment, like a big moment when you paid him off? Uh, yeah, probably, but I don't remember it. <laughs> I was drunk. Yeah, we were wasted. Uh, These probably, shots are on me, Jerry Sager. I probably what? Yeah, 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 for what? sure. What? We, we used to make a lot of fucking bets. Like, do you remember... Um, you like there were so many bets. Betting was big at that, but like not yeah. money bets. It was like yeah, embarrassment like, bets. Embarrassment yeah. bets. You and I made the bet about the movie. If you could see what I hear, if you could see what I feel, yeah, yeah. And uh, if you could see what I feel, if you hear, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I don't even remember what. We, the, well, we did the joke about it in our fatty and tatty. But, yeah, but yes, but we actually had that, and the loser had to do ten minutes of stand up comedy. Yeah, loser did ten minutes of stand up comedy, but the problem was there was like no internet. Like it was hard to prove things those days oh, yeah. without the internet. Yeah, because you'd be like, "Oh no, the name of the movie is this. Oh no, that." And then how do you prove it? You have to go like to the fucking rental store or something. No, but do you remember like like I think Jay had basically like a catalog, of, uh, like a Leonard Malton. It was uh, the Leonard Maltons. Yeah. Okay. Video reviews of every compendium movie or whatever. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Of yeah. all time. Yeah. And. uh and we looked it up in there, and sure enough, they yeah. they had it. If you could see what I hear, yeah. But that was a big bet, huge bet. And because 
neither of us, we were so terrified of doing stand-up comedy. Yeah. And I lost. You lost. And you never did it. I never paid. And you know what? You didn't make me pay, I think because you found the prospect of stand-up comedy so <laughs> terrifying that you were like, I can't I guess so, do but it. I don't know. I mean, maybe it was more like the opportunity never arose, really, I guess. I guess I could have ridden you and be like, you go uh, down to the fucking comedy stop and get on stage right now. Yeah, but you could have said, like, do it, do it, do it, and then I would have written the material and just done it. Right. I would have done it. Right. But I didn't. Right. And could have changed your life, man. And you never made me. You could have started stand-up like 15 years earlier. I know. Jesus Christ. Fuck, you could be Louis C.K. right now, bro. I could be. Holy shit. I wouldn't be <laughs> sitting here in this fucking hotel room doing a podcast. <laughs> with, with you. With you. With you. Uh, all right. So after Bleeger Street, we then moved on. Right? Moved, we moved you, to the Flop House. You moved to the Flop House. We moved up 20th Street. Uh, there were a bunch of guys from our college who had uh, rented this gigantic four, five-story brownstone in Chelsea, and uh, they were moving out, and they passed it on to us. And so we all moved in. The whole crew from Bleecker Street moved in there, and including yeah. guys like Soder and Stolhansky living on the floor. Yeah, I mean, that was like, how many guys at total in that apartment? Well, I think it's, you know, uh, officially it was six guys, five or six. Yeah. And then we always had like eight. And we turned every space uh, into, a, you know, someone's bedroom. Yeah. I, I'll just, I'm going to throw a little disclaimer out here right now. Yeah. Uh, since we're talking about living arrangements... A lot in the days, you know, like now we all have our own places, right? And but in the days when we were living together, like a lot of these stories might be a little bit party party, because <laughs> that's what I mean. You know, it's like the Bleecker Street House. We we're twenty one. Yeah, Flop House. We're like twenty two. Yeah, twenty three. Yeah, yep. and so like uh, you know, I remember the Flop House. There, it's just like. Like, we would have these parties, but I remember, like, uh, I didn't live at the Flophouse. Right. But I remember, spent a lot of time there, though. Yeah. Oh, my God. Every <laughs> night. Every night. Yeah. Crashed there, too. Yeah. I remember, like, the owner of the house. Yeah. Was this, like, little old lady. No, no. He was an old guy. The little lady was a person who rented out the basement apartment. So, okay. So, you, She was unaffiliated. So, you guys just had, like, the top three floors it or four floors. It was the top floors. four floors, and then there was, like, a basement apartment, and this little old woman... Probably in her 60s or 70s lived down there. And I don't know how she put up with it. Well, because also, like, we had access to the, the backyard. Yeah, there was a little courtyard back there. And we would have parties yep. with, like, the ice luges and everything like that. Like, a total outside component. <laughs> yep. And with a ton of people, like 22, 23-year-olds. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I remember, like, one time, like, Stolhansky, like, vomited yeah. over the back terrace. Yeah. And it like right onto her patio, dripped. Yeah, yeah, went right down her patio, yeah. and then she had to come knock on the door at like seven in the morning yeah. or something. Still has to go clean it up. Yeah, but we always had a joke about that woman because it, 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 the joke was that her apartment below was like only like three feet tall. <laughs> it was like the office in uh, oh in John, uh, John Mal- yeah, being John Malkovich or yeah. whatever. Like it was only that tall, and so she would be literally lying in bed, and the ceiling. Uh, which was our living room, was right in her face. Yeah. And she would just be down there being, God damn it, these kids. Yeah, God, what it must have sucked Horrible for her. For her. It must have sucked yeah. for her. But, all right, so that's the flop house. So the house. flop house, then we moved on to Soho. We lived in a loft in Soho. That was a nice place. It was a great place. And uh, there were a couple guys who had it before us, and then Stolhansky moved in there with these guys he knew. And then one by one, they started moving out, and so we started filling in there. So it was me and Jay and Stolhansky. Yeah. And this guy, Trevor Kaufman, and he ultimately moved out, and then Rob Baracci moved in, who yeah. was our DP and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But that was a pretty cool place, too. That was a fun place. I mean, I remember, like, the, the parties there, there was, like, uh, you know, the, I mean, we did a lot of stuff there. 
We did. I mean, that's where we started making movies there too. We we were living there when we made Puddle Cruiser. Yeah, we. Ca- I remember we cast Puddle Cruiser. Yeah, which was very funny. It was like we tried to spruce it up, and we would have you know actresses come and audition, and the waiting room was the living room. Yeah, and then the audition room was Stalhansky's bedroom. Yeah, <laughs> which is uh, wrong in several ways. Well, because then they would come in right. to read with us, and we'd have a camera set up, and then <laughs> right. four guys sitting on the bed watching. <laughs> Uh, and then I'd be sitting on a couch, and they'd have to come and act with me, right? While four guys are watching sitting from the, on bed. the bed, yeah. God. And they're and we're practicing sex scenes, yeah. And there's no not a fuck another woman in the in the joint. And, well, I mean, God, yeah. I would love to hear that uh, story from the perspective of those women, you know? Oh yeah, like that's a better story even for them. That's so I I had this uh, audition. One time in this apartment in Soho. Yeah. In the back bedroom, there's like five dudes sitting on a bed. Yeah. And I'm doing love scenes. That place was fun because I remember it was like, you know, the only way to get up, you had to buzz up and then you guys would put the key in an oven mitt and chuck it down from like the sixth floor or whatever. What floor was it? Fourth it was floor. the fifth floor uh, walk up. It was a fifth floor walk up, but there was no uh, buzzer system. There's no elevator, none of that shit. So yeah. So wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? Call, there was a payphone that you had to call up from. No, uh, you could do the payphone because it was kind of it was pre cell phones. Yeah, and uh, uh, you would. Uh, oh no, actually there was a doorbell too, so you could ring the doorbell. Yeah, and then you'd look down, and you'd see who was standing down there. Yeah, and then you put we put a key in the oven mitt and then throw the oven mitt down. Yeah, and you know occasionally that oven mitt would sail. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. like out into the street or yeah. it would land on other ledges and you'd have to go knock on apartments to get your keys well, back. Also, and... I remember that like it would really accelerate. Yeah. And it was a game. It's like it was if you could catch it. Right. And equal parts, like if you're the person who throws it, like if the dude catches it, it was like a fucking awesome moment. For us. We're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Way to go. Yeah. But it was really hard to catch. Yeah. And a it was times... right at the entrance to like the. It was like Broom Street, like right at the entrance to like the Holland Tunnel or something like that. Yeah. So it was always fucking traffic. Broom there. and West Broadway? Yeah. Right above the, the cupping room. The cupping room, yeah. And yeah. Uh, it, I also I remember one time getting hit by by the key. Yeah. Like somebody threw it out, and it's like I got right underneath it. and but it's like, in the face. It was like a knuckleball. Yeah. It would come like whistling down at you <laughs> yeah. really fast. I remember it hit me right on the bridge of the nose and like cut my nose. Right. Um, but we, we had we, fun there. We had like, because we were making, like we... Uh, I remember also, I mean, that's where a lot of stuff for Puddle Cruiser, you know, Jay and I edited, we were living there, we edited Puddle Cruiser, and, you know, all through the process of making it, I remember, like, that's the place where, like, Stolhansky figured out the Freaky Reeky character, because mm-hmm. we had, from all of our stage shows, we had just this back closet full of shit, like, just full of costumes and weird shit and ponchos and whatever it was, and we were trying to figure out that character, and then Stolhansky, like, walked in there one day, put on, like, this poncho and this other thing, it was really funny. Yeah. Look, and he walked out. We were all sitting in the kitchen, and he walked out in you know in this outfit, and it was that was Freaky Reeky. We're like, yeah. holy shit, there's Freaky Reeky. Yeah, and he was like, hello, ladies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I asked, do you remember like uh, there was uh, we had a funny time. You and I were hanging out there one on one one night. Yeah, and yeah, we had smoked some weed. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we started like I was working at City Crab. Yeah, at that point. I was definitely working City Crab at that point in time. Yeah. And had become quite an oyster aficionado. Yeah. But, but wait, were we writing something together? Why were we sitting at that table? Um, or we were just fucking off? I, I think we were fucking off. Okay. But like, because we were right in the Puddle Cruiser yeah. period of time. Yeah. And uh, we were just chilling because there was a booth. There was like a little booth in the kitchen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or it was like a booth on one side. 
and then chairs on the other. And yeah. and like you and I were talking about oysters, laughing about oysters. Well, because what we were talking, we were talking about the people that used to come into City Crab that were oyster fucking professionals. <laughs> right. That would be like the strange subset of oyster aficionados. Yeah. Because for because there were a couple of things. I remember I had a problem at City Crab because like I hated, not hate. Hate is a strong word. Yeah. But it was always annoying because, like, you know, we had crab cakes, right. Maryland crab cakes, and you'd always get the people from Maryland who'd come in there, and they'd be like, uh, you know, I'm from Maryland, so these crab cakes better be good. <laughs> and you'd be like, I really don't give a fuck what you think of the yeah. crab cakes. To be eat honest. them or don't eat them. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Not my fucking problem. <laughs> right. You know? If you're from Maryland, yeah. go, go to back to Maryland, Maryland and get your own crab cakes. Yeah. Don't come in here and fucking give me a heart. I don't cook these Come here and things. get, like, a soft pretzel with mustard. Yeah. Otherwise, go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah. You want a drink? I'll fucking give it to you. <laughs> And, but then you'd have pe- the oyster lovers who'd come and they'd be like, we'd love oysters. What do you have? And you'd be like, oh, you got some Malpacks and some Prince Edward Islands and some Kumamoto. And like, but there were people who fucking knew oysters. And you right. and I went off on a riff yeah. about people who just liked oysters. <laughs> right. And, and you and I just kept saying oysters. Because it's a funny word. Oysters. 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 And then I remember Trevor came home. Yeah. And like... He happens to be an oyster aficionado. He was one of the people. Well, he was a uh, he went to chef school or whatever, he went to culinary school. Yeah. yeah. But I remember like we cuz we had start we we were making jokes about the Bellon oysters. <laughs> right. And so we like he came back and we were just laughing and he's like what's so funny? And we're like we've been talking about oysters. <laughs> and he was like well, what about oysters? I love oysters. <laughs> right. And we're like what's what's your favorite kind? And he was like I love Bellon oysters. <laughs> and we were just laughing and oh we were trying to keep a straight face. Right. Cuz he was like um, Belon oysters, like uh, sometimes I'll just go to the oyster bar in uh, in Grand Central Station. I'll just get a dozen oysters, and Belon oysters are the favorite because they're so uh, crisp and salty, like the sea herself. <laughs> like they they taste like they were pulled out of the ocean by angels with a a golden net. <laughs> or that's what you and I rifted into. Well, he walked into that riff as a guy, and he was a guy that you know. We were, that's what we were riffing about. People yeah. who love oysters, and he was that guy. Yeah, and he was. It that was guy. wonderful. And it was a he, wonderful moment. And he gave us a story just how much he loved the oysters. Yeah. And then he went away. Right, right, right. And then Jay, I remember Jay came home. Yeah. But as Jay is wont to do, like, like sometimes he doesn't join you for those sessions. Sure, sure. And I remember that, like, he. I remember specifically he was brushing his teeth. <laughs> and you, so you and I were still hanging out at the booth. Right. And you were leaning back in your chair, as I will do. Yeah, and excessively leaning back. Right. And As I, I tell my kids not to do. Yeah. Right. And I was telling you not. I was like, dude, you are so far back. You're going to fucking, you're going to smack your fucking head on the windowsill behind you. Right. And you were like, fuck you, Lammy. <laughs> and just as you said that, the fucking two back legs that you're putting all your weight on fucking screeched out. Like, and you fucking fell. And you smacked your head so hard on that windowsill that it like folded your head forward. Right. Like, <laughs> and kind of knocked you out for a yeah. second. I remember, like, your head so, was yeah. folded forward 90 degrees, and you, your, like, dim, cross-eyed, lifeless eyeballs were staring right into mine right. From, from across the table. But it was like that moment as, as I was falling, we made eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next thing you know, I had X's in my eyes. Yeah, exactly. But, like, as your head hit the windowsill and looked, we, like, made extra double eye contact. <laughs> It was like, it, and mine was like, an I told you so combined with some fucking excitedness. I was psyched. True, true. And you, you knew you were the rube. I was. And then, but then you were down on the ground laughing your ass off, and I was laughing my ass off. I remember Jay coming out like, what happened? 
Right. And we couldn't fuck. We couldn't even speak. Yeah. We were enjoying. It's too bad he missed it. He did. He, he missed um, it. But that Soho thing we, that lasted a couple of years, and then then that got. Well, actually, they sold it away from us. They sold it out from under us. Yeah, and and, and uh, so then, like, uh, I kind of moved home at that. You point. moved, to but Ke- I was living on people's couches in New York. Is what it came down to. Yeah, including you, yours, including mine. Yeah, I had a place because uh, Lemmy had gotten his own place. What up? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, like, I got my I got my first. I had a, two apartments that I lived in. Yeah, like I had a place in the Upper West Side, West Eighty mm-hmm. Sixth Street, or no, West like. Columbus between 86th and 85th yeah. for a, a, a spot of time. Don't remember that one. Then I, I had one party there. Okay. I don't remember. I don't think I was there. Uh, you were. You probably didn't invite me. I did. And then <laughs> I lived on 19th and Park with Chris White. Yeah, I remember that. For a little while. Kind of, yeah. That, I mean, that was, uh, we had like one or two parties there. Okay. Kind of but then that. I lived on West 86th Street. Right. That's the uh, the one that I remember. I mean, I, I had that apartment forever for like, yeah. uh, like uh, 15 years. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that was on West 86th Street. Good spot. Well, because it was, like, that place, like, a friend of mine, one of my best friends yeah. from growing up, his family owned 200 buildings in New York City. Right. And his dad used to love, like, all of There were three sons in that family. Yeah. All of their friends, when they got out of college, he loved just giving them the apartments. Right. Like, let's give them the cheapest apartments we've got. And so this was, like, $1,000 a month. Yeah, Upper West Side doorman building, one bedroom, great one bedroom. With it was a, a great place with a nice view. Yeah, and Broken Lizard, we hung out there a all lot, the time. a lot. But this was a building. This is a high end building where like yeah. doctors and lawyers lived. And I was at an apartment nine E. Yeah, and I had a gigantic stereo with the yeah. biggest fucking speakers. It was those speakers that were like the size of refrigerators. Oh, you could bury <laughs> yourself in them and cranked it up. We would and we we'd go out. New York City bars closed at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Then we'd head back to my place, yeah, and start cranking the rock and roll circus, <laughs> yeah, Rolling Stones rock and roll circus. I remember the one time we were cranking and uh, and we thought we were offend- offending the people next door, and we went out in the hall and then realized that the apartment next door was empty. Remember that? Oh yeah. And we went into the apartment. Yeah, it's a haze. But we went into that apartment. And it was completely empty. We just went on and fucking hung around in that apartment for a little while. <laughs> yeah, no, I remember that. Somebody had moved out or something. I don't know. Yeah, the, the, the people out to the left. The people out to the right, it was like a writer or something. And without fail, every night he would ring our doorbell. Yeah. Ring my doorbell. But it wasn't a deal where it would be, he would like wait for you to come. He would just ring the doorbell and go back to his house. He'd let you know he's there, let you know he's upset, and would never say anything, I feel like. No, no, yeah, he was never there. You'd open yeah. the door. Yeah. Oh, hey, oh, hey, oh. Turn, down, turn right. down the music. But you had plenty of neighbors that you had funny shit with at that place, though. Well, there, well, I mean, there was the, I don't know if you remember, that like, there was one night I came home kind of drunk. Yeah. And. There's a woman or something, right? In the yeah. Or something? Yeah, what? there's, there's a, a girl that, like, I knew. Okay. Um, from the building. Right. And she was there. She was an she was an opera singer. She was an opera. She was, she was a professional opera singer. Yeah, she she was there. And, <laughs> okay. Uh, and she and I had always been friendly. Yeah. And we both had some cocktails, and so she, I was like, "Hey, you want to come come over? Yeah, <laughs> come on by. Yeah, and so I'll put on some music for you." She came over, and you know, I think we drank some wine, and we you know we fooled around. Okay. Did Oops. she sing while you guys fooled around? Definitely. Ah. They, they all do though. Ah. They all do. <laughs> Did she sing when she orgasmed? <laughs> they all do, Kev. Did you sing to her when you were? Oh, fuck. 
no. That must have been fun though. We fooling around with the opera singer. No, we didn't have sex. Oh, okay. But we just we just fooled around. Yeah. And everything. And, and then like at some, she left and went up to her apartment. Okay. And then I remember like uh, it was it was like it was what it was. You know, it was like ah, right. uh, you know, like. The next day, random hookup. Uh, random hookup. Right. Didn't think about it. Didn't have a number or anything. Didn't even know which apartment she lived in. Sure, but regardless, you were shitting where you were eating. Yes, right. Yes, metaphorically speaking. <laughs> right. Okay. And uh, and then I remember, like, a couple of weeks later, running into her on the street. Oh boy. And, and you had you you were supposed to call her? Is that the, no? I don't think okay. we had ever talked about it. But maybe she thought I was supposed to make the effort. But she was really mad. But okay. the, the funny thing was, <laughs> yeah, was that she, she's an opera singer and she had a performance that that night. Right. So she wasn't allowed to speak at all during the day, and she would carry around <laughs> one of those like pads, <laughs> like a kid's pads, where you can okay. write stuff down, and then you and then when you're done with that that word or whatever, you you like lift up the sheet, right, and, right. and the sheet comes back down. It's like a like an etch a sketchy or like an eracy yeah, yeah, like, yeah, a, yeah. like a like a grease not even a grease pencil just yeah. like a like a stylus sure that you write and you write and then you erase it yeah, it's like you... plastic right and she was yelling at me <laughs> but not yelling at but you but on the pad so wait she stops you in the middle of the street she stopped me in the pad she pulls her pad out I was like hey what's up like, where and the she... fuck have you been that kind of a thing yeah I go like hey what's going on and she like looks at me gives me a face okay and then like pulls out the thing and she and she writes like I have a performance tonight, so I can't speak. And I look at it, and I'm like, oh, okay. And then, Congrats. Uh, good luck. I hope you have a yeah, what, good show. Uh, what uh, show are you doing? She like lifts up the piece of paper, writes like Don Giovanni. <laughs> right. I'm like, oh. What's my favorite? Yeah, <laughs> never heard of it. What's it about? <laughs> she shrugs like, you know. Dummy. Too long. I sang it to you in the bedroom the other night, asshole. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I was blacked out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then, but then she, like, she writes like, uh, I can't believe you didn't call me and like with like Uh-oh. exclamation points. Uh-oh. And I'm like, and it's like you have to read. There's some suspense. Yeah. And she's also writing angry. I'm like, oh, yeah. man, so this it is It takes not you good. a second to read it. Yeah. And then you have to process it and then you have to speak. And then react accordingly. And she's like right. kind of calling me an asshole. Right. And I'm like, well, uh, I didn't, you know, I didn't have your number or anything. And she's like, oh, rolls her eyes. Yeah. Lifts up the sheet of paper and is like, y- you knew where I lived, though. You could have written a note and like underlines it <laughs> and i read it and then i'm like i don't know i mean i didn't like uh i didn't think it was like that and she like rolls her eyes like resets the paper <sighs> and yeah, and then like like writes like is this the way you treat everybody and like underline in capital letters <laughs> and then uh, you know i'm like uh not really. and I'm, I'm starting to get mad sure and sure so, like now there's some edge in my voice yeah because now you're like just, just fucking talk yeah, I'm like, look, we're dealing with a serious fucking matter. Grow yeah. the fuck up. Yeah, just fucking talk to yeah. me. But she never did. That's a funny scene, bro. Yeah, so, you got to use that thing, man. Yeah. So That's anyway, some funny shit. So that was, and it, and so she ended up just storming off. She stormed. You never, off. you never uh, reengaged. No, never reengaged. That was it. That was. Had it. you see her in the uh, elevator again, or uh... Uh, from time to time? She actually lived with her sister, and and her mother. Okay. And so I would see. I actually don't even know what the mother looked like. I, the sister and I were friends too, and like yeah. you know, I hooked up with her too. Yeah, so, you know, yeah, fuck, fuck that too. Yeah, she was an opera singer also. <laughs> no, I didn't have. I didn't have sex. I didn't have sex. Okay. Um, but uh, anyway, it was like it was pretty interesting, and like I have to say, like living in apartment building like that became a little incestuous, particularly like when so like you. I mean, first of all, like I lived in that apartment. I had I kept that apartment for a long time, even after yeah, I moved out to Los Angeles. Yeah, well, because the rent was so low. The rent was so low, and I remember like Puddle Cruiser had come out, Super Troopers had come out, mm-hmm. and Club Dread had yeah, come out. Club Dread too. Yeah. While I was there, I remember after Club 
Dread came out, I remember like there was an elevator man. Yeah. Who was like, uh, he was, uh, I, I didn't like the guy. Yeah. I didn't like the guy. And he was like the night elevator man. Right. And you know, I'm a night owl, so I dealt with sure. him a lot. But I remember like one night, I, like I came in, like he, he was like, oh yeah, I saw the, uh, I saw the, uh, the, the scary one. The, the scary, what, what's that one called? I was like, oh, Club Dread. He's like, yeah. Yeah, he's like, it was all right. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. He's like, he's like, when, when, uh, when are you guys, uh, when are you guys going to do something good? <laughs> and I was like, uh, what do you, what do you mean? And he's like, you know, like, uh, like something good, you know, like an Oscar, like movie. Oh, Jesus. I was like, uh, I don't know. Matt, why don't you go fuck yourself? Yes, <laughs> like, I fuck tell you. Me. I don't know. Uh, Stop the elevator. I'm getting off right here. Probably. But it's on the uh, floor three. I don't give a shit. Yeah, fuck you. I'll walk. I'm walking. Like, that was a weird thing. And I remember, like, uh, close to the, the very end of my time there. Yeah. Uh, I remember, like, the landlord, or not the landlord, the super. There was a new super that got hired. Yeah. And his son was, like, 25 or something like that and a fan. Okay. And he, like, got, like, a little crazy with me. Like, I came home one night, like, the super like was, stalkery or? was out of town, yeah. Okay. And, like, he was outside, like, like with his buddies, like, drinking beer outside of the apartment. Okay. Your apartment? My apartment. On your floor? No, no, no. And the building down okay. on the street. Got and it. I came okay. back with my now wife. Yeah. And he was like, hey, what are you doing? Let's, you know, let's, uh, let's fucking party. And I was like, no, I'm not going to fucking party. It's cool. Thanks, dude. I'm going upstairs. <laughs> and he, like, he kind of tried to physically get me to, like, stay and party with I was right. like, I'm going upstairs. And he, like, grabbed my arm. Yeah. I was like, buddy, 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 where you going? Whoa. I ripped myself Come away. Come on, we'll party in here, bro. And, like, walked in and fucking, I shut the front door and, like, locked it. Okay. Wouldn't let him, the, the acting super, back in the building. Wow. And that was like, Steve, you want your toilet to work? You're going to party with me. Yeah, come on. Let's go. Yeah, there's a leak. Uh, there's some flooding on the floor above you. And it's Uh-oh. dripping through your ceiling. Oh, Steve, there's something wrong with your air conditioning. Uh-oh. Yeah, you want the, your... Uh, Let's you, come do shots. You come on. Come <laughs> and do some shots with me. You got a cockroach problem. Oh. I'm ready to do some bong hits oh, with weird. you. Oh, weird. Where do those cockroaches come from? Oh, that's so weird. If you smoked a bong with me, we wouldn't have that problem. No, no other units got cockroaches in the whole apartment. I wonder why suddenly you got cockroaches. We could do some lines of cocaine. Uh, huh. Okay. And uh, a darker note, do you remember that there was like a, um, not any fault of ours, but there was a girl. Yeah. Like uh, there, there was an apartment building across the way. Uh huh. Yes. And you, there was a girl that always got naked and left her drapes up. Yeah, and well, it was the kind of thing though. We kept odd hours. Yeah. And for her, it was like she would get up to go to work or something. Like well, that. but before that, I mean, in general. Yeah. Like do you remember, there, there were times like like all the broken lids would come back. Yeah. And we'd hang out <laughs> to my apartment. Yep. And we'd be hanging out, and yeah. we'd look out, and she would be. Laying on her couch at like yep. three or four in the morning. Right. In a pair of panties. Yes. And like there were a number of things that happened. Like, do you remember there was one time that like she was laying on her couch, like watching TV <laughs> yeah. with her panties, and like she put the remote control between her legs uh-huh. and we were like, Okay. And like we were like, We're gonna par- we're gonna watch. Right. And so, right. like, we turned off the lights, <laughs> and some guys were, like, in the <laughs> right. living room, and, and then some guys went to my bedroom, and, like, right. we're looking out the window. Uh-huh. And then, like, a dude came. A dude right. entered her house. Okay, yeah. And we were like, oh, okay, there's someone in the house. Here we go. Oh, yeah, and we were like, because okay. we were like, 
we're going to watch him have sex. Right. And we just want to know what happens. Because right. Right? he shows up like three in the morning or something sure. like that. She's in her underwear. Yeah, she's in her underwear. And he starts like taking off his clothes. And we're like, they are going to fucking go at it. And then like he just like went and got in bed and turned off lights and went to sleep. And we right. were pissed. Yeah. You pussy. We were fucking. What a pussy. She's a beautiful girl. We were so fucking mad about that. I feel like that's such a New York thing, though. Like, I just remember that, like, you know, you don't have curtain. You don't, you end up not giving a shit because people are just looking at you. Yeah, but the, that was the weird thing was that, like, this. You didn't have curtains. No, I didn't have curtains, but I don't know if you remember that, like, the, uh, that, uh, that house we were I looking at. I guess yours is higher. It right? was a brownstone. Yeah. And so, like, I was on the ninth floor. That apartment, that house stopped at the sixth floor. Yeah. And she was on the top. So it was like we were looking down. Sure. Into sure. her creeps, bunch of creeps. In, well, she was just naked there, but it's like, but sure. for her, there was definitely somebody across on the sixth floor, the seventh floor, the eighth floor. I mean, yeah. it's like there are people who are looking that she can see their windows from where she's laying naked, right? And there were lights on. Certainly, my light was on when we were hanging out. Yeah, and like she knows that. Hey, somebody, sweetheart, guys are watching. Guys are watching. Guys ladies are watching. Light, you. Ladies, if get you, some curtains. If you can see a window, the window can see you. That's right. And here's here's a a story that will scare you. <laughs> okay. I'm sure it won't, because I'm sure I know it. Uh, yeah. But, okay, do you remember? You and I came, yes. back, came back one time. Yes. And we were we had been out. Yeah. We were hanging out, having a good time, yeah. like, like we used to do. You sun I, coming up. Yeah. Sun was coming up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we looked at, and we saw her. She was walking around her house totally naked. Yeah. And we're like, oh, my God, there she is. We're just watching her yeah. naked. And she started to get dressed. Right. Time to go. Her day was starting. She, she was going to work at, yeah. like, 6 or 7 in the morning. Yeah. And... You were like, holy shit, you've got to see what she looks like up close. <laughs> you dared me to like run down. Like we saw her getting ready. You were like, you've got to run down there right. and just like see what she looks like when she comes out of her party. You've got to see. Yeah. And so I was like, okay. And like I literally got up. No, I didn't go out there. No, you didn't go. You didn't go. <laughs> but I think it was more like you You were like had a burning desire. To, I just, I'm going to go check her out. Well, because she was far away. Yeah. It was like, you know, we just, I just yeah. want to see. Yeah. And you had, and you basically had a relationship going. With and her. so, like, I like I ran downstairs, took the elevator down, yeah. like ran to Eighty Seventh Street, <laughs> yeah, turned the corner, and like I ran down the block and got to her brownstone as she was coming out. Okay, okay. And then she, tur- I remember Creepy. she turned right to go Creepy. to Columbus, and she and I passed each other, and I was like, she's beautiful. Yeah. And then, like, I just walked. I, I went around the block. I didn't follow her or anything. I walked right. around the block, and and I ran back. Right. Guys, you were barely awake. I'm sure. I'd probably cracked another beer. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and uh, But I remember, like, you and I were then, like, th- thinking darkly into, like, how weird it was that, like, what that woman didn't realize when she left her apartment yes. and turned right that the dude who walked past her right. had minutes before right. seen her. That's a horror movie right there. Naked. Yeah. Right. That's a thriller right there. Yeah. It's a creep it's a movie. Cre- it's you as a creep. Yeah, that's that show you, Stalker that's on you TV. You creepy motherfucker. Yeah. Ugh. Um, gross. That's gross. But we <laughs> let's lighten it up a little bit, Lemmy. Jesus. Let's, let's what about, about uh, hotel hotel rooms we've been in together? Oh, my God. We've been in so many hotel rooms Because like at that point, we were doing a lot of trips out to L.A., and um, there was a lot of shit going in L.A., and we, would, we were both living in New York, and Soda was living in New York, and we would travel out to LA and stay in hotels and shit. I remember together. we had that well but we didn't have a lot of dough so we would share hotels. Well, you, I mean you, I remember there was one time you and I stayed at the guest house suites. <laughs> yeah. On you know, like yeah. Hollywood or something. It sunset. was on Sunset, I think. And it's a, you know, it was like 44 bucks a night. Yeah. Yeah. And uh we were like, "Hey, great, 44 bucks a night. This is awesome." Yeah. Centrally located? Yeah. This would be great. You and I were, were in there terrified every night. 
Well, because it was like you'd lie in the bed there and you just heard shit. You know, it was like bottles screaming, breaking. bottles breaking, people getting hit. You know, yeah. Ar- arguments between there. like pimps and hoes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like, and then the next day you'd walk out and it'd be like vials all over the fucking sidewalk and whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was pretty terrifying. And but also I remember like that the beds were like not even even. You know, like you get in like <laughs> yeah. they, they were springs were loose and yeah. they were like they would like wobble on the floor. It was probably an sad. hourly rate joint. You know yeah, what I'm saying? for sure. But you and I had some great moments there. We did. We watch, great. It was it was uh, 2001, and you know we watched even though the Yankees ultimately lost to the Diamondbacks. Yeah, that was that great World Series. We it, were out there then. Yeah, it was a great it was a great series. The yep. Yankees came back a couple times. It was November. Uh, did George Bush throw out the first pitch at uh, one of those games, or was that earlier in the? Uh, well, it was 2000. So yes, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was that one. And I remember, like you know, Broken Lizard. We all stayed at the Travel Lodge. Uh, yeah, and Pico. Which is like that was early. We it's all like stayed going like twenty six or something. It's like down it's over there. Yeah, but that was a big trip. We came out, and uh, I think it was the first time we signed with an agency. We signed with CAA. Yeah, and uh, we got a hotel room, and the five of us shared a hotel room. Yeah, <laughs> and the CAA agents were like shocked by. It. Now, where are you guys staying? We're at the Travel Lodge. What the Travel Lodge? Where is it? On Pico? Yeah. And what? And he's like, well, yeah, we're all staying in the same room. What? What, what do you mean? You have a suite? No. No, it's two double beds, and then we. Rock, paper, scissors, and the fifth guy sleep on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? But we had some good... We had, I mean, we were writing Super Troopers. We wrote then. a lot of Super Troopers not in the travel lodge. We wrote the meow scene. Absolutely. Uh, the meow scene, do you remember how it came about? I do. I do. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, it was late night in that hotel. Yes, of course. And uh, But yeah, I mean, go ahead if you want to tell the story. Well, I, I remember we were talking about... We were telling the story about... I was telling a story about uh, David Espinoza... Yeah. Getting his nose broken. Right. We've told that story. We've before. told that story yeah. uh, into like a little cat nose. Yeah. And then that, f- for all of us, that riffed into a dude with a little cat tongue. Right. And and then it was, there was an, it was the Cirque du Soleil. There was Arch Clown Louis. Yeah. Who was like this evil fucking master clown who could do magic tricks. And then he snapped his finger and turned a volunteer's tongue into a cat tongue. Right. And then we thought it was funny that the only thing that the guy could say was meow. <laughs> right. And right. then that, like, we And start- this is a riff of all the sitting in the fucking hotel room at, like, three in the morning. Yeah, and then we're riffing about how then even when the dude gets his tongue changed back, that when he's hanging out with his friends, he's still like, you know, like, yeah, I'm going to go to bed, meow. And then, like, he's like, fuck. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. And then we thought that would be a great game for the Super Troopers yeah. guys to play. See how many meows you can plop in there. Yeah, and that was how that came about. Yeah. It's a good thing that that Arch Clown Louie shit got dropped, though. That was a little weird. Yeah, that that part was weird. That part was weird. But that was pretty fun. We got That was the first time we were really wined and dined by our agents. We were. And Remember that agent dro- drove us around that night in his Jeep? Yeah, I do. I do. He was... Um, he was. We don't uh, have to say his name, but he was a CAA guy. He was gay. He was gay, and I think he had a crush on me. Oh, well, we know he had a crush on you, Kev. <laughs> but it was like... A, it really is funny, because he had like a Jeep... And so it was really a scene out of Zoolander. He was it was the five <laughs> lizards in his jeep, and he was driving the jeep around, you know. And so like we went, I remember we went to a bar, and then we're like, let's go to Taco Bell, and we all went to Taco Bell in his jeep. Remember that? Yeah, I do. I remember, and you were riding shotgun, and the three, of, the four of us were jammed in the back. No, I was in the back. Okay, I was in shotgun. Oh, and so like that's what it was. I was the last one out. And probably me and like Stolhansky were sitting up front. Probably he was sitting in a lap. Probably yeah, or I was sitting on his. Yeah. And so we got to the travel lodge. We all piled out of the Jeep, and I was the last guy getting out. And before I got out, he t- the agent turned to me, and he said, I like you the best. I'll tell you why later. 
<laughs> and I was like, oh, cool. Thanks, dude. Okay. Okay. Cool. And then I went and I left. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did he ever tell you why? No. I think he quit pretty pretty soon after that. He didn't yeah. last very long. Yeah, he did. Uh, and Okay. So then there was Travel Lodge. And then I remember, like, we, we were still living in New York at that point. We came back to New York. And I remember, so, like, Puddle Cruiser. Yeah. Uh, we didn't have anything going. Super Troopers had still not been made yet, and yeah. we wanted to sell Puddle Cruiser as a TV show. So, uh, didn't we like? Then we came in and we rented Ted Griffin's house. Yeah, yeah our friend Ted Griffin, who's been on the podcast, podcast, who's written. He wrote uh, Ocean's Eleven and uh, yeah, you know, a bunch of stuff. He's a A list writer, Tower yeah. Heist, and at, at that, a bunch of stuff. At that point in time, he had he had sold a couple of scripts. He had sold Ravenous. Yep. Which had gotten turned into a movie. Mm-hmm. And he'd Best laid plans. Best laid plans got turned into a movie, and I think he'd also sold Beached, which uh, was yeah, which, a, yeah. a Chris Farley project about At Fox. Yeah, it was Whale Boy was the other name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was pretty hot, but he was uh, he was going to New York or something to do some stuff for like a month or something, and so he sublet his house to us. Yeah, and there we were again, five of us living in Ted's house, which is like a two bedroom house in uh, in Hollywood. Yeah, it was on Outpost Drive. Yeah, yeah, up the hill there. Up the hill. And I remember, like, our, one of our neighbors was Bob Barker. Yeah. You remember you that? You'd see Bob Barker out, like, walking his dog. Yeah, the watering the lawn. Yeah. And, hey, uh, Bob. It was pretty, which was pretty cool. But those sleeping arrangements were ridiculous, too. Right, that. What were the sleeping arrangements? Well, there were two bedrooms, and one of them had, like, a double bed. Or is it a, three twin beds in it? N- n- no, there was one. The one bedroom had, like, a, k- a king size bed. Yeah, yeah, but the master that, bedroom. Yeah, the master bedroom had one king, had a then king there, bed. The guest bedroom had two. Twin Twins. beds. Right. I thought I had three twin beds, no? No, okay. just two. And then there was a, a couch. Yeah. But it was a shorty couch. It was a shorty couch. It was like a couch you couldn't stretch out on. Yeah. It was like a two-man couch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so you could either... More of a love seat. Yeah, exactly. You know? exactly. Yeah. So you could either get on that one if you want something soft, or you could go floor in the office. Right. Or wherever the fuck you want to sleep floor, on whatever the floor. whatever floor you want to get on. And it was like, we had an order... We had an order that... It was a rotation. Yeah, a yeah. rotation. And it was like, the way it would go was that, like, to me anyway, yeah, the room with the two single beds was the most desirable. Yeah. Because you would sleep alone in a comfortable bed. Right. The king-size bed was the next most desirable, but you were going to be sharing it with another lizard. Right. And the truth... But big bed, not bad. Big bed. Big bed, not yeah. bad. Nice comforter. Yeah. But the problem was, no matter where you were in the rotation, Jay... Was always going to want if he had his choice, he was always going to want to sleep in that bed. That was his favorite spot. Yeah, he didn't care about the fact sharing it with another yeah. guy. So if you draw numbers, even if he got the highest number, or the lowest number, he was picking that bed. Yeah, and uh, and he was a really loud snore. Yeah, and he would sleep with his eyes open. Yep, and snore with his eyes open. Really loud snore. Re- it was fucking terrible to sleep yeah. with him. So like he like, as like an operation for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, but like, he was bad. But I, re- I can't remember exactly what it was, but there was a set of circumstances where it was like, you'd be like, it's illogical for you to want to sleep in this king-size bed with another guy. Like, why don't you just sleep in the fucking thing over there? Right. But he's a creature of habit. He just likes to be in, in a certain thing. Well, he's also a man of luxury. Yeah. Like, he, you know, he likes to get uh, massages. <laughs> Does he? Okay. Yeah, and remember, like, I don't remember this thing, like, the West 86th Street apartment, but it's always been like this. Like, he would always come over to my house, and, like, he would have a sandwich, Mm-hmm. And he wasn't a guy that would just open up the wrapper from the deli sandwich and eat it off the wrapper. He would have to take it out of the wrapper and put it on a plate. Right. That he would, always needed a plate. He always needed a plate. Yeah. I don't respect that. Okay. I look down on that. Okay. I frown on that. Because also it's like I didn't have a dishwasher. It was it meant a dish that I had to fucking wash. Well, it was that. And then also he would have to pour his Coke into a glass or a mug. Oh, 
and not just any mug, a right. stem glass. Okay, yes. Remember that? And he, yeah. he said that he... He couldn't j- drink it out of the can. No. He had to pour it into something. With ice. And, right. And always, if there was a stem glass available, that's what he wanted in. <laughs> that's what he wanted it in. And he right. said it was something from... Because John Irving did that. Oh, brother. Really? It's, yeah. Okay. But so, like, so Jay was a fucking pain to sleep with. And uh, so, like, to me, it was... Uh, I, I remember uh, there was... You and I often wound up being... It was just the way the rotation worked. <laughs> yeah. You and I, like every few nights, would wind up in the bedroom with the two twin beds together. Yeah, and uh, I remember there was one fucking great night where, mm-hmm. like, you were already sleeping, you were already asleep, and I was still awake. And I were, like, you were kind of lightly snoring, mm-hmm. and then, like, in your sleep, while you were sleeping, I heard like, boing, and it was like you had <laughs> farted, like down into the mattress, and it was like it kind of like rattled the springs, right. And like, and your ass was flat on the mattress, so it was like it just it created a nice sound. And in your sleep, uh-huh. you chuckled. You were like, you were like, boing. <laughs> and then I started to laugh about it to myself. And then I remember I, I thought it was pretty funny until about like thirty seconds later, when the smell finally hit me. <laughs> well, I appreciated that in my sleep. Yeah, you're you're it's a, nice. You're a fartist. But my it was funny because my son did it the other day too. Like he was sleeping in our bed because he was sick. And I walked in to go to bed, and he farted in my bed, <laughs> and then he laughed That's in awesome. his sleep. And then he rolled over and put his arm around around his mom, oh. where I was supposed to get there. That's, like, that's, that's he, your move. He's the in fart, my spot. The, the fart, fart and the roll. Fart, laugh, roll over, and hug my wife. Yeah, yeah. But no, now he's doing it. Oh, man. Little son of a bitch. I love that, having two, two little boys. My, my kids, like, they don't even know yet. They fart all the time. Yeah. There's no apology. They don't know no. to be embarrassed yet. No, they, they don't know. sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do remember also about that house. That was where we first... Ted Griffin had a DVD player. Yeah. Ooh, a like DVD a, player. Like the 90s now. This had to be like 98 or 97 then? Yeah, it was in that. It was post-Puddle Cruiser. Yeah, probably 97, 98. Yeah, and he had a DVD player. Remember the, the yeah. two I remember specifically watching were Unforgiven. Yep. Oh, but Broken Lizard, the five of us would yeah. get into the King's <laughs> bed King together. Bed. Well, because the DVD player... Was in and the TV were in the bedroom. Yeah, there was no TV or anything like anyone else in the house. That was it. Yeah, so we had to all get into the king size bed together. Yeah, and watch DVDs. Yeah, and it was Unforgiven. Yep, and Highlander. Highlander. Yep. There was another movie that was like uh, just not as interesting. I think The Great Escape. Maybe was the great no because that's pretty interesting. No, I, I thought that he had that, but maybe I'm he wrong. might have. That's just a longer commitment, though. Yeah, it's a long commitment. Um, but. Uh, I remember laying in bed with you watching the the director commentary on Highlander. Yeah. And they were talking about how Christophe was such a good, wonderful, beautiful actor. Right. And we were, you know, it was like, yeah. we, were deva- we devoured every aspect of the Yeah, well, I mean, the, the idea of a commentary track was so fresh and interesting to us. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. I also remember Mink used to dunk his Triscuits in water at, the, at that house. That was the first time we noticed that. That's what he did for a snack. That little quirky snack of his. Stolhansky, he would, uh, that's what he would eat the uh, Triscuits that way? Yeah. Or where do we go after that? Uh, so Griffin House. Then there were a bunch of. Ha- there was a, just a bunch of funny L.A. houses, right? Yeah. There was the uh, your buddy's house in uh, the flats. Oh yeah, we we you and Soder and I rented the back room. Yeah. At that house, and he yeah he was a dude who like in his words in his words, he yeah. said, like he talked like this. Yeah. And the the house was very well furnished. Very well furnished. And in his words, he would say, I'm half fag. <laughs> right. And we weren't really sure what his position was. He he did make love to women. We heard him a few times. Yeah, beautiful love to women. women. Yeah. And I remember it was like, 
we heard him like, ooh, ooh, ooh. And we were like, ah. Oh. And that was like, you know what that was? You and I, I remember, like, we're in, like, the back room was a queen-size bed. And yeah. we'd just fucking sleep in that same bed, shoulder, yeah. like, shoulder on shoulder. <laughs> right. And we'd hear him having sex with a woman. But that was on, like, he was only there for, like, a little bit of the time. And then he would yeah, be gone. Yeah, in and out, yeah. And then in and out, yeah. Ew. And then it was like, one guy would get... There was a rotation. Like, one guy would get the queen-size bed, one guy would get the master bed, and one guy would take the floor in the master bedroom. Yeah, there's, like, a little mattress or something. Yeah, like and that. in fact, that was a situation after a Patrick Swayze right. night. I was in the master bed, and you were on the floor yeah. when we were commiserating about that thing. Right, and I heard you laughing. I heard you start laughing in the dark. Yeah, but that was, that was a funny place, because, like, he really did. He had, like, antique. Like, I remember, like, um, he had he loved antiques. Yep. And, like... You know, he had this book called like like modern chair design. Um, you know, <laughs> it's like a coffee table book featuring designs by so and so and so and so and Le Corbusier, right? Like a French dude named Le Corbusier who's an architect. Yeah. And the three of us just couldn't stop <laughs> laughing about that because we're uncultured, so uncultured. Yeah. But I remember, like, do you remember that he like one time he came back and he like he would just pop in from time to time. Yeah. It was the summer of the Sammy Sosa Mark McGuire thing and we were always speculating we're like is he straight is he gay but like in his, in his, he was probably bisexual right and but i remember like one time like he, he came back and we were throwing a football around the living room yeah and he was in there he's like i don't really like baseball or like a game was on yeah and uh, he's like football is my sport <laughs> and we're like who's your favorite team he's an east coast guy he's like the giants of course and we're like oh that's great he's like i love football has the season started yet and we're like no no, no that's the summertime huge fan yeah and then he was like the truth truth be told i don't actually watch the football games. What I do is on Sundays when you're all watching football, I go antiquing with your girlfriends and I fuck them all. <laughs> and we were like, like, whoa. Yeah. Okay. And we were, we were laughing about that. My girlfriend doesn't like antiquing, you yeah. son of a bitch. But then he had those really nice like Corbusier chairs. Yeah. Like, like fucking $8,000 chairs yeah. in the living room and you sat in one of them <laughs> and sat backwards and you cranked it. Well, I'll tell you what, those French chairs, man. Like we heard the nails rip through the wood in that chair. They were not made to hold an American. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, no, wait. No, wait. Do you, I actually remember the way it went down. Do you remember, it was like you cranked it like halfway. Like we heard like the nails rip and it was like. Right. But it didn't quite break. And we like put it back in place. Okay. And we were like, fuck, hopefully he won't notice. And right. we kept it. And like people would come and sit and we'd be like, oh, right. my God. But nothing would happen. And finally he sat in it. Right. And it broke. Oh, I remember that. Remember that. Like it yeah. broke on him. Yeah, and then like we we feigned ignorance. Yeah. Whoa, my God. Holy shit, dude. Are you okay? Yeah. I hope he doesn't listen to this podcast. Fuck your chair. He also always offered to make us beef bourguignon. <laughs> He's a good cook. He's a pretty good cook. He's a good cook, wasn't he? Or he was okay. Yeah, he was all right. What? Uh, 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 we, there was the Santa Monica apartment. Yeah. We talked. We talked a little bit about that. Um, that was when we In were the shooting the party thing. pilot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what happened was uh, uh, we were coming out as writers and I guess, I don't know, producers or creators of that show, and we weren't acting in it, though, but they NBC uh, got said they would get us a place to live you know, during their production. And it was me, Soder, and Lemmy, because we were the last guys living in New York, and they got us an apartment. And it was like a little... It's a, you know, it's still, the building's still there. It was on the water in Santa Monica at the end of Pico... There's like a place called like Cha Cha Chicken or something like that. Yeah. And then right next to that, there's a little apartment building. Yeah. And we had the top yeah. apartment in the front. Yeah. And also like, so like it's Ocean and Pico is where yeah. the Cha Cha Chicken is. Yeah. Down that street towards the beach. Yeah. There's shutters. Yep. Because we were literally like, you, 
walk out, take a right, and you, then you're across from shutters, and then yeah. they put up a hotel. Yeah, and they put a hotel. That hotel is now blocking what was that. Was, but that view. apartment had a great view to the beach. Yeah. They've since built a uh, hotel there. Yeah. But the funny thing was, it, it was three of us, but it was a one-bedroom with one bed. Yeah. And so we had, a, like, a funny rotation, where it was basically there was, like, the queen-size bed, and one guy would sleep there. Yeah. Then there was a couch in the living room. Was it a pullout? Uh, no. Okay. I don't think it was. So there was a couch in the living room. Yeah. One guy would sleep there. And then there was like kind of like a small walk-in closet. Yeah. And we got a, a blow-up mattress, and we blew it up into the walk And so uh, we turned this little walk-in closet that was probably like four feet by five feet into a bedroom, essentially. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or literally a bed. And... Uh, and uh, you would close yourself in, and then the, so the third guy, that would be their rotation. And actually, that ended up being the best one, right? Because you remember, the place, the reason why we got it cheap was it was under construction. Yeah. So there was always fucking noise and construction around, and that was the darkest, quietest place to sleep. Yeah, yeah. So you actually liked getting into that. It wasn't so bad. No. It wasn't so bad. You'd cave out in that place. Yeah. Although I, I also, I, I have fond memories, because I remember, like, we, that was where we, behind the music started. Yeah, we started watching a lot of behind the we music. We would watch right behind the music, and we'd come home, and it'd be like a behind the music marathon. And it's like, and you didn't know what was next. Yeah. And they'd be like, next up, behind the music, ACDC. And right. you'd be like, like, oh my God. And I remember. And you'd watch like 10 of them in a row. Yeah. And they were all so good. Like the Grand Funk Railroad uh, one, I'll uh, never forget that night. It's the best. We took, just to quickly let people know, because our time is starting to dwindle here. Yeah. Grand Funk Railroad, the deal was that they were a huge fucking band from yeah. Flint, Michigan. They had a, a shitload, like, you know, it's like, uh, I'm getting closer to <laughs> right. my home. Right. They had like three number one albums in a row or some yeah. shit like that. Made all this money, and but they weren't getting any fucking payment. Yeah. And what they found out was that their manager had like, was just ripping them off. This guy named Terry Knight. Yeah. Classic, cliched movie ripoff story. Yeah. I mean, a music ripoff story. Had been ripping them off. The manager. They were getting nothing. And then, like, he took them to court. Yeah. And, like, they took him to court, and it was like their choice was either you can sign over your entire catalog to him. Yeah. And he will continue to, because he had all the rights to their music. Right. And then you wash your hands with him. You can wash your hands with him, or you can fight this out in court, and it's going to take years. Yeah. And you won't be making music. You won't be touring. You just, so it's, these are the two choices. And they were like, we just signed everything over to him. Colossally bad. And then they cut to this guy, Terry Knight. And his quote is, you know... People well, the thing is, you expected Terry Knight to show some sort of remorse or defend himself or say, well, it really wasn't like that, but Terry Knight couldn't have given a shit. No. Cut to him, and he goes, yeah, well, uh, some people say uh, Terry Knight wears the black hat here. Well, I'll tell you what, Terry Knight wears the black hat all the way to the bank. And <laughs> we were Pissed. outraged. Fuck you, Terry Knight. We were screaming at the yeah. TV set. We wanted to kick the TV set. Yeah. Um... That was kind of a funny thing. That was that was a lot of behind the music. What about the um, oh man, the well, next door neighbor? Yeah, so like, um, <laughs> not to get all creepy again, <laughs> but like there was one morning I, I can't remember what it was. But I was I was in the bedroom. Yeah, and and I was probably in the cave. Yeah, but like, uh, well, I don't, I'm not. Yeah, but I heard a woman having sex. Okay, next door other, on the other side of the wall. My, yeah. Our neighbor and she was like, she was like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> and like I went up and I like I I listened at I put my ear up to the wall and sure enough I could hear ooh ooh right ooh. 
And so, you know, look, I did what uh, a lot of guys would do. Well, you, what you've uh, shown that you like to do, uh, creep, the creepy thing. Yeah, I just, I, uh, you know, <laughs> I touched myself. <laughs> and um, it was sexy. You got you worked you up, worked you up. Yeah. Right. And, uh, you know, a few days later when I was back in the bedroom again. Yeah. I heard it again. When you rotated back into I the bed. rotated back in there. Yeah. <coughs> sure enough, in the morning I heard it. Ooh. 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 Touch myself again. <laughs> then, like, <laughs> it was like a few more days went by. And you were like, God, who is this woman? I want to see this woman. Want like the know. way you stalked that other chick, you want to stalk this chick, right? Sometimes, like, if I heard a door unlocking, I'd, like, poke my head out just yeah. to, like, I never saw. Mm-hmm. And finally... This one day I was like, I heard her having sex in there, and I was like, I've got to see what she looks like. I'm going to stick my head out the window and just get a look at her. Right. And I opened up the window, and now I could hear, you know, I could hear it get a little louder, like, ooh. Right. Ooh. Like she was in the deed. I poked my head out as far as I could to, like, see if I could look into her bedroom window. Mm-hmm. And, but the oohs were actually coming from above. Right. And I looked up, and that was when I saw all these pigeons up on the roof. <laughs> Just cooing, uh, ooh, 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 and it turned. I had been, I had been masturbating about the pigeons. You'd been jerking off to pigeons for a month. Yeah, yeah. God, that was my fondest memory of that. <laughs> of course, I immediately shared, shared the tale. You know, that's a good one, though. Creepy, yes, that's a good one. Yeah, it's it's a pretty good one. And then, all right. So then, our, our so that was the Santa Monica place. Yeah, and the one Great. last place we lived together was. Our friend's house. Our friend's up, up house, hills. Lookout Mountain. Lookout Mountain, yeah. Up Laurel Canyon. Yep, she was a manager. Um, we don't. I guess we don't have to name names, right? No. And uh, she owned this beautiful old historied... Historied? Historical? Historied. I mean, it's got a history Storied. to it. Storied. Uh, house in uh, Lookout Mountain, which was... It was beautiful. It was a multi-storied thing. It had like a... Uh, in the bottom level, it had a speakeasy. Like literally a hidden bar... Where you'd walk through like a living room and go into the secret passageway that had this like awesome round uh, bar just tucked away. Yeah, like beautiful. In a spire. Yeah. Um, like a turret or something it was in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that was great. And, I, and what happened was she rented a room to you and Soder and she rented a room to Jay. Yeah. And, um, because uh, you guys were friends, and then I would crash on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I do. I remember that was the first year that we were playing fantasy football. It is, yeah. That was the first place we played fantasy football. Yeah, we all had our computers. That was the first time I realized I was addicted to fantasy football. Yeah, it was yeah. a quick, quick, painless addiction. Eh, I know. Eased right into it. Um, but we had some parties there too. <laughs> well, we had. I mean, well, we partied there all the time. That was where Matt Damon fucking broke your computer. Broke my computer. Yeah, I'll quickly tell Damon. that story. Yeah. I mean, you you told that recently, right? Oh, did yeah. I? Yeah, on this but, yeah. podcast. Yeah, on the podcast. Okay, Matt, you owe me a computer. Yeah, but who we, we had a guest on, and you told that story. Okay, about how Matt fucked up your computer. I don't yeah. know who the guest was. Okay. Well, anyway, the, we had uh, our uh, the biggest party we had there was uh, when Puddle Cruiser was premiering on the Sundance Channel. Yeah, that was a big day because it took a long time. You know, Puddle Cruiser had his ups and downs, and, and finally it was uh, on TV. And that was a big, exciting night for us on the Sundance Channel. And also, now, I don't know if you remember this, that was also my birthday. Ah, okay. And Because uh, okay. one thing I remember about it, th- these are the particulars that I remember. Yeah. There was a girl coming yeah. that I was attracted to. Yeah, darling girl. A darling girl. She was great. Yeah, so she, she was coming. 
Mm-hmm. And then the lead actress of Puddle Cruiser was coming with her boyfriend. K. Ren. Yep. He, they were coming. Yep. A ton, all our friends were coming. Yeah. It was, gonna be a, it was a great party. It was a great party. It was going to yeah. be huge. Huge. <clears throat> the party was raging. Yeah. And I remember that, like, we were in the speakeasy. Yeah. Uh, there were a couple things. That there happened. were many things that happened, but we were all pretty drunk. Yeah. And I was pretty drunk, certainly. But, okay, so, like, that's that's the first part of my story. So, like, yeah. we were in the speakeasy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, first, okay, so, so we were drunk. And first yeah. I remember the girl that I liked, she was on one side of the bar, and I was behind the bar. Right. And she was telling me how she didn't go into the whole, like, fraternity thing, like, frat And she guys. was a good girl. She was a good girl. She was a good girl. Right? I mean, she was, like... A wholesome person. Very wholesome, yeah. Yeah, like, one who should not be uh, with associated you. with me. With you, you pig. And, uh, but, here, so she was, like... She was too good for you, Lemmy. <laughs> she was a nice... He was too good for <laughs> you. <laughs> but they're all too good for me. <laughs> she was... She was so, I was behind the bar. She was on the other side of the bar, and she was talking. She was telling me about how she doesn't go in for the whole fraternity guy thing, and, like... Yeah dudes and like you know beer chugging and all that stuff yeah and all of a sudden <laughs> someone starts fucking me up the ass <laughs> right and it's you you're drunk yeah well no, i didn't really stick my dick in your ass i'm it no was a, it was a, a a miming of the but thing. through the clothes it, it yeah. was more than a mime yeah it was the the in between it was like you were butt fucking me but with clothes on like sure. you started fucking me yeah well there was somebody bending over in front of me yeah because i was leaning over the bar to talk to her yeah and i had to let you have it yeah and so you let me have it in front of this girl <laughs> and i was like oh my god i'm really Sorry yeah. about How my... you doing, sweetheart? Yeah. Yeah, don't mind me. Hey, Kevin, this is so-and-so. Yeah. And so that was that one. And then yeah. I remember, like, then, because it was my birthday, you decided you wanted to make a toast. Yes. And so we poured shots of tequila. Yep. And you raised up the tequila glass. Right. And you said, this is to my friend Steve. He's one of the funniest guys I've ever met in my life. <laughs> And and you start going, and then somebody's like, "Oh, wait a second, because the beer had run out." They're like, "That's right, the beer's here." The, yeah, the beer's right, right in the middle of my toast. Right in the middle, of, and we're like, "Okay, hold on a second, hold on a second. We're like, "All right, everybody, hold that thought. We gotta yeah. go get help with the beer." Yeah, we gotta go unload the car. All the beers here. Yeah. Okay. So then you and I go down right to the car. It's a long stairway. It's a big house. Yeah. Long stairway. We go and get the beer. Yeah. And on the way up with the beer, like your trick knee gives. Yeah. Oh, out. I have. I got a bad. I had a bad. At the point. At that point, I have a bad knee. <laughs> I've never seen it give out before yeah. or after that. And it it buckled. As we were carrying the beer up, yeah, and I just dropped, and I was wasted, yeah. and I just dropped like an entire case of beer onto the ground, just yeah. shattered bottles, yeah, everything shattered, shattered. and we're like, oh, Heffernan. and everyone's like, no, yeah. Heffernan dropped a case of beer, yeah, so we're giving you shit about it, yeah, it's terrible, we're giving you all this fucking shit about it, and we get up, you know, back to the speakeasy, and like you're embarrassed about it, yeah, I dropped and, a case of beer, I mean, what a, what yeah, a faux pas. And then we're like, all right, let's... Where were we? You're like, all right, Kevin, you're like, I'm going to make a toast. I was, I was making a toast. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, here's to my friend Steve. <laughs> it's his birthday. He's one of the funniest guys I've ever met in my life. Like, a really nice, heavy toast. And you're like, happy birthday. Right. And then I guess you forgot that it was tequila. Well, that's how we had taken, like, you know, 15 minutes away to do this thing, and I forgot what we were drinking. Yeah. And I forgot what was in my cup. Yeah, and you did the shot of tequila and fuck and sh- coughed it up immediately. Yeah, it hit a wall. Like it, I was no. like, "What the fuck is this?" And it it just went out of my mouth, out of your mouth. Yeah. And Karen was there with her boyfriend who had been sober. Yes. He was a reformed alcoholic. Yeah, and he was sober, hadn't had a drink in like seven years. And you spat 
tequila all like right in his fucking face. Well, he he was one of them, but it was your f- girlfriend. Oh, that's right, the two. The of wholesome them. girl who that's was talking right. about she didn't uh, like yeah. fraternity boys and whatever. I <laughs> sprayed it right in her face. In her face. And, and Ren's boyfriend. And the reformed alcoholic. Yeah. That's, it's, you're absolutely fucking yeah. right. And you, I just I spewed tequila you hit two people. into these people's faces. Yeah. Like, and it wasn't even like a joke. It was like dripping off their faces. The it entire, wasn't like a light spray. No, it was a large shot. Right. And you spent the entire thing, like, hit her first yeah. and then hit and the sober guy. he was standing behind her, yeah. And, yeah. Terrible. And, and some of it came through your nose, too. So for, yeah. for then, like, and your nose was burning. Like, your eyes, the, gl- the water on your eyes was yeah. glass, like, so thick. <laughs> <laughs> that was it's bad. amazing that uh, I mean you went out with that girl a little bit right after that I mean it's amazing that I didn't completely ruin that thing right yeah no, but like uh, <laughs> yeah she went home that night I think they left immediately I think she left maybe immediately I think a lot of people left after that and then I do yeah. remember that like um, I forget I think ACDC was playing in the main party room and you went out there and like there was one of those like uh, halogen lamps yeah one like, of those long like tall six footers or whatever yeah, yeah. And you started air guitaring with it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, and you were rocking the fuck out of that thing, yeah. and it was like bending, like yeah. you were damaging it. I, ru- I broke it. Yeah, you broke it. But it, and people were like clearing out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was driving people away. Yeah, which is what I wanted. Yeah, but no, I remember that because I, I remember when I woke up the next day at three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. I drove down to the Bed Bath and Beyond <laughs> and replaced that lamp. For oh Jay. my god, that was fucking. <laughs> that was fucking ridiculous. You're like. I know the legend was Charlie Chaplin lived in that house and Orson yeah. Welles lived in that house. It was that was yeah, it was a house. beautiful house and yeah. uh, we had a great time there. Yeah, and uh, that party was one of the big times that we had there. I remember that. Yeah, that was, that was a good one. Yeah. Anyway, well, we've lived a lot of places together. We have. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good walk down memory lane right there. It was nice. I'm sure we'll uh, you know live in other places together. I'm sure we'll spend time in other hotels. That yeah. time's not over. Yeah, no. Or are we at the age now where we're not doing that anymore? Well, I mean, probably not. (laughs) (laughs) We don't need to. I mean, you know, like, look, we'll make Super Troopers, too, and then, like, you know, there's a chance it'll be, like, Beer Fest, where, like, you and Jay will just inexplicably want to live together. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. But I, you know, me, like, I've gotten high maintenance. Like, I'm, like, a hotel guy now. Yeah. Like, I want to live in like I a, think I would be that, too. I mean, in Beer Fest, it was fun that right, Jay and I rented a house, but it became the party house. Yeah. Like, it, we became the flop house. Anyone who came to hang out for the movie would crash there, and then the weekend, every party was there. And you just can't, like, you're trying to make a fucking movie. You know what I mean? You can't. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then you wake up, you're cleaning up fucking cups and beer and shit. You know what I mean? You're like, eh. Yeah, well, I then, got other things to think about. I remember there was, like, you know, you had one of the, uh, I don't even think he, uh, did he act in the movie? Um, you know, there was a, I, I don't want to name names. There was a yeah. dude who showed up. Yeah, he had acted in Puddle Cruiser. Yeah, and he showed up and like crashed at your house for like a month. Yeah, well, he was in uh, no, he was in uh, a couple. He was like one of the uh, uh, competing. He's on the beer drinking beer team. drinking teams. Yeah, yeah, but the, you know, but he didn't. But he crashed at your house for a month. Yeah, to the point of like even when we switched to the night shoots, he he wasn't even working at that point. And then he changed his schedule so that he'd sleep all day. Yeah, and be up at night. It was like that Val Kilmer movie. Like, what's the one with the guy who lives in the wall? Uh, was it Weird Science? Yeah. Where there's oh, like no, a no. dude who lives in the wall. Real genius. Real genius. Real genius. Real genius right? Yeah. yeah. It's like that was that dude. Yeah. He, he, there was some dude living in the wall somewhere that you would see every once in a while. Yeah. Like, oh. But you guys had a situation where like all the act, like the party was at your place every night. Every morning you'd get up and there were beer cans <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. 
and, and you like go shoot the movie and stuff was stolen from your house. Yeah, cause some people had the computer stolen and shit. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't do that again. No. I'm not doing that again. No, no. I no. Hotel room do, next like time. I stayed, I stayed at the the embassy suites. That was smart. You were smart. Had a, had maid service every day. Yeah, that's smart. Smart. All right. Um. All right. Boy, that's pretty good. That was fun. Some fun stories there, man. Yeah. Um. We've hope everybody enjoyed. Um. All right, people. Well, this is our podcast from Boston, and we will be in. D.C. at the Arlington Draft House in a few days. Yeah, October seventeenth and eighteenth. Yeah, one show Friday, two shows Saturday. Yeah, so come on out, have and, some beers, um, have some laughs, keep on chewing. Um, all right, let's take it out on a chew, shall we? Yeah. Okay. What are you gonna chew? Um, God, Skittles. Okay. Because they're fruity. I'm gonna chew a Boston cream pie. Oh, that's a probe. Mm. Okay, let's do it. Okay. Mm, 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 creamy. Mm, mm, I wonder what sugary. The, the Chew Crew's chewing. Why don't somebody tweet us right now? What are you guys chewing? What are you guys chewing? All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Now leaving Nerdist.com.